0: Welcome to the Gals Guide Podcast. Join us on an adventure to get to know famous and infamous women from around the world. Each of our presenters has a pick. Is she ancient history? Is she breaking news? Is she safe for work? Well, that's up to each presenter. All we know is that.
1: Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy night.
0: <laughs> it is a new month at the Gals Guide Podcast. We are continuing our around the world travel adventures. And this month, we are learning about African gals. So, the continent of Africa is made up of 54 unique countries with over 2,000 different spoken languages. So, I'm just gonna choose one of them to say hello. So, how about Swahili, which is Hobby Ray? So, Hobby Ray, look at that. So, Hobby Ray to our travelers this month. Uh, as I introduce people, this will be really fun because first up, she's the head librarian of Gals Guide. And she is the new El Presidente of Gals Guide okay. as well. It is Bonnie Just Fillinworth, everybody.
1: Yay! Yay!
2: President.
0: So, what is new with you besides your whole inauguration and everything?
2: Uh, yeah, got married recently. Yeah, we're in the process of moving into a new house, so I'll be nine minutes away from the library. Yes, amazing. And, yeah,
0: it's gonna so be great. It's, eventually, yeah, it's
2: about to be gardening season. I've slowly yes. started some seeds. Sweet. Exciting.
0: Look at that. You're excited about spring then? Yes, things I'm to grow. about it
2: being warmer. Yeah. And it not being dark at 5 p.m. Yeah. Yeah. These are all fair things. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no. I completely concur. <laughs> so next up, she is our fab book club director. And I want to say also, a vice president of Gals Guide <laughs> as well. Yes. It's Katie Young, everybody. Yay! Thank you. Katie, what have you been up to since last month?
3: Oh my gosh! Nothing. Oh, okay. Nothing. Awesome. Um, I did hit a big milestone yeah. of reading forty-one books in January. That's amazing. Whoa! Yeah. Wow. My Kindle told me forty-one books read in January. I love it. I'm
0: very proud of you. Yes. yes. Thank so, you for your service to uh, to books. Yes. Yeah. Well, you know,
3: I got winter break off from work, yep. and got sick the second week of my winter break, so I did have a little bit of a head start with my reading marathon. Sure. Um, but I've been reading a ton. And I'm making extra recommendations on the book club newsletter. So if you're not already in book club, sign up and you'll get information about what we're reading that month. Um, And then bonus destinations, titles that you can read to enjoy uh, traveling through reading.
0: Yes. I love it. I mean, just book recommendations in general are amazing. Mm -hmm. So and you have a really good knack of picking Mm -hmm. a book that'd be like, I wouldn't have chose this, but I'm so glad that I read it. So yes, I adore it. Uh, Next up, he is a returning guest. And yes, I did say he. It's been a while since I've said he (laughs) on the podcast. So give a wonderful welcome back to Joshua Leach, everybody. Yay!
1: Uh, Hello, everybody.
0: (laughs) So, Josh, it's been a bit, so totally reintroduce yourself to the people.
1: I am Joshua, and I am the head of the Gals Guide Walking Club.
0: Yes, you are. Yes.
1: And if you have not already, sign up for the Walking Club newsletter so you'll know when and where we're going to be walking it is the second saturday of every month
3: mm-hmm.
1: and unless that changes because of weather because of weather yes which yes. we've had to do lately
3: yeah when are we going to start walking in these different countries though
1: <laughs> well just have walking club <laughs> once you once we get some grants walking for that yeah. Yeah. And we get <laughs> some grants yeah. okay. we'll
3: do it. but we, we do talk about your walking club on the podcast and mm-hmm. we've talked about how many times you've been able to um Put a little bit of uh, women in history within your club and mm-hmm. how cool that's been. In yeah. fact, you went and saw houses designed by somebody. You walked outside of houses designed yes. by somebody we talked about here on the podcast, yeah. Avril Shaw.
1: Yes. Yeah, Avril Shaw. We Averil. went by her places over in Carmel and then we walked around and looked at different libraries of Noblesville. And that was another topic that had been talked about on the because we podcast. talked about
0: librarians, and then we also talked yeah, about Hamilton yeah. County gals, yeah.
1: And then now, that was those were kind of one offs. But now every month uh, is it's now not just walking club; it's a Women's History Walking Club. Okay. So January we walked to the Great Desert of Noblesville to look at prickly pears, mm-hmm. which tied into uh, in Australia since it was Australia Month they had a real big problem with prickly pear cactuses brought over from the Americas and they used them as hedges and they basically took over large swaths Mm. of what would have been either land for cattle or for growing crops Mm. and made them useless because of all the prickly pears. Mm. And so we talked about that. And um, so this month we'll be talking about another gal of history from Africa and trying to tie that into the library or to something in noblesville
0: Yay. So. i cool. love it it's very very
1: cool it's like a walk and talk yes it is it's yeah. a walk and talk um, and sometimes there's it. coffee
0: coffee <laughs> yeah that gets all the better yes uh as for me i am dr Leah leach i'm the executive director of gal's guide and i am loving our travel inspired uh time and themes so far this year i've got my gal's guide passport And I'm collecting my stickers, and so for our listeners, don't forget that listening to each episode, uh, you can get a sticker for your passport. So if you are a passport holder, uh, which is $5 for the passport, you get free stickers all year. Otherwise, they are just a dollar, and they're super, super cute, and we can mail them to you no matter where you are uh, in the world. I will also say we do about 45 episodes of the podcast a year. So, if you have 45 stickers, (laughs) I would get that passport because, A, it's only a $5 investment. But you also get to turn in those stickers um, for free stuff at Guide. Plus, they're also uh, handmade by
3: me. They're adorable.
0: (laughs) I try to make them really
3: cute and every month they're different.
0: So, yeah. They're little...
3: I well, love so. them. you got to collect them all. It's exactly. a game. Yes, it's it like is a game. will trademark that. <laughs>
0: exactly. Oh, wait, too late. I think the Pokemon people already did that one, but
3: that's totally fine.
0: Uh, but you can learn more about them at the Galsguide shop at galsguide.org. So uh, let's start this episode by evoking the Ghana proverb, which is, knowledge is like a baobab tree. No one can encompass it with their hands. I kind of liked it for my two my two plant people. <laughs> Bonnie and Josh, uh, Katie and I are not plant people. (laughs) But we appreciate our plant people at the table. (laughs) So that just makes me wonder, does Bonnie want to go first?
2: Always. Okay. All right.
0: Sweet. Uh, Yay. Look
2: at that. Perfect. Well, then who do you have for us? I have a wonderful lady that I had not heard about. Ooh, yay. Um, I love it when
0: it's even new to us. You know what I mean? Like sometimes there's a woman we want to... Okay, she's a woman I want to explore later, but when you just find one that's new, it's exciting. Um,
2: It's a lady, she's born in Egypt, so it's like, okay, that's still Africa. Yes, totally, But it's very much um, like Muslim and um, harem culture. Right. So it's like kind of Middle Eastern, but it's still, Egypt is still part of Africa. Yeah, exactly, yes. So I'm going to do the wonderful feminist revolutionist. Uh, Huda Sharari. Nice. I had not heard of her. I I do
0: like a feminist and I do like a revolutionist. So both those things. Yes. Uh, She was born
2: in 1879 in Cairo, Egypt. Mm -hmm. And in 1882, uh, Egypt was put under British rule. Okay. Um, her father was a government official who had multiple, Partners? I'm trying to figure out how to... That's fair. He, was, uh, he had at least one official wife and had concubines, and she grew up in a, a harem household. Gotcha. Um, I had heard like different stories about if if her mother was also an official wife or the official wife. Right. But she kind of grew up with like two mother figures um, that she really looked up to. I'm not sure how many... Yeah. He had at least two ladies. I'm not sure how many. But there was like her biological mother. Right. And then there was another uh, woman there, and her like household nickname, uh, like translated to Big Mother.
0: Oh. I like it. There you go. Big Mama. Now, if Big Mama was not happy, was nobody happy? I don't know. I kind of feel like that Uh, would
2: be true. uh, Her father died when she was five. Oh, wow. Um, But they were kind of. Pretty well off, it sounded like. She was definitely at least middle class, if not sure. upper class. Um, she had a tutor growing up and spoke at least four languages. Nice. Uh, Arabic, Turkish, French, and English. Uh, she wrote in her memoirs that she was influenced as a child by a visit from Madame Richard. a poet. that familiar. Yeah, she's a yeah. French lady. Okay. She's an uh, educated woman. And she said she was influenced by her because she was not fearful to speak to men. Because she grew up in this uh, harem environment where, like, women would speak, like, when you became an adult, uh. you spoke to men who weren't in, like, your immediate family, like, through a screen? Oh. Or something? Like, you I couldn't mean, look surprise at them? it does me, but at the same time, oh. <laughs> but here's this, like, like <laughs> yeah. adult French woman who's just coming in and talking to Talk people. Talking to men like they're like, people? Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Um, and at the age of 11, she was separated from playing with the boys. Like, I guess it's like the age that, and she was like very confused by it all. Cause she, her friends were her brother's friends and they just all hung out as kids. And then at 11, they're like, no, puberty, you can't hang out with the boys anymore. Yeah. Uh, when she was 13, a marriage was arranged for her to her cousin. Oh, oh. it was just a cousin. I don't know if it's first or second or anything, but her. I think it's. I think it's first cousin. Uh, He was in his 40s. Oh! It got worse. Yep. (laughs) And then either she or her family agreed uh, to the marriage on the condition that he take no other wives. Okay. And shortly after their wedding, they discovered that he was with other women. And he was like, well, she's not my wife. She's my concubine. Put a different like, name on it. Yeah, yeah. on so so a
3: loophole.
0: She, yeah, mm-hmm. so savvy.
2: <laughs> just making sure she's not pulling any water. <laughs> um. So, she left and went back home. Yeah. Yeah. And stayed home for the next seven years, getting an education. Nice. And hanging out with fancy French women.
0: Ooh.
2: Uh Her brother had agreed to like not take a wife and support her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, she's <laughs> <laughs> where she's gonna pull out wire. Um so but yeah, she spent the next seven years getting an education, hanging out with fancy French ladies on their travels who wrote books and gave lectures, and starting giving her own lectures to women. Ooh. And nineteen ten she opened a school for women. Nice. She created the Intellectual Association of Egyptian Women in nineteen fourteen. And 1919, the Egyptian revolution against Britain happened. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, And she and her husband, who, when she was like 21, went back to him. I assume they were okay after that? Sure, right. They had uh, two kids at some point. Or at least she had two children. I was going to say, so they were kind of okay at some point? I guess. It seems like they were fine (laughs) after that. And, I mean, she's like 21 at this point. Like, that's... Way better than thirteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very much. Um, uh, but they, they fought for independence. I don't think it was like literally fought, but like yes. Revolution fought, not mm-hmm. like you know, with guns and pitchforks and stuff. Right. But, exactly.
0: Yeah. Fight with our ideas. Yeah. Um,
2: <laughs> uh, in nineteen twenty she became the president of the women's central committee of and I'm still they kept everyone kept referring to this thing as WAFTA. And okay. I'm not sure exactly what that is, okay. but it sounds like it's a um uh organization like for the freedom of egypt gotcha um uh and at the, the time, like that culture believed that for a woman to have an education was great to raise uh,
0: to a certain level to
2: raise intelligent sons, cause you want oh. a a smart wife to be able to you know, yeah, but they were against women joining the workforce okay so that was you know so don't use that intelligence for
0: anything besides yeah, baby making <laughs> that's a
2: recipe <laughs> okay <laughs> we're a revolution there. Sure. um in 1923 she went to international women's suffrage alliance in rome Ooh. and i want to look later yeah. to see if see that's going to be a little too late for susan McAnthony. anthony yeah but it it might be pankhurst uh, Pankhurst could be there yeah. or um Alice Paul Oh yeah so yeah I yeah. have to look and yeah. see what other suffrage, suffrage overlaps cuz this is like mm-hmm. the same time that that yeah. is happening. Yeah. But you think of it just as like an English thing, but it sounds like it's kind of it's happened on a global on thing, yeah. And like at the same time. Nice. Um but she went to that uh International Women's Suffrage Alliance in Rome and when she returned, she removed her head covering. <sighs> Oh, at the scandal. like at the train station in front of everybody. Look at that. But yeah, she fought for women's financial independence, for the minimum age for marriage to be raised. Sweet. Um, she uh fought to uh restrict polygamy. Mm-hmm. And there, at least you know, I don't think it's like the same like forced polygamy. I right. guess. Oh yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, Have it be a choice, maybe. Yeah, like.
2: A different kind of polygamy is of what we think about now. Yes, yes, exactly. Um, yeah. And to have, like, it was hard to sum it up, like, better divorce outcomes for women.
0: Okay.
2: There were, like, restrictions on, like, what a woman could ask for a divorce for, or, like, custody if they had any kids. Yeah. We're just, you know, in favor of men. Um, and in 1923, the age for uh, women to be, the legal age for women to be married was raised to 16. That's... I mean, a little bit better. Yeah. But, I mean, in 1923, I don't think the legal age in the United States was 16, either. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, context,
0: right? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. I never really thought about it. But, yeah. No, it was really young for a while. It wasn't 18 for a while.
2: Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Uh, And primary school was required for both boys and girls. Sweet. And, yeah, they had fixed some of the divorce uh, laws, Mm -hmm. regulations. And Egyptian women got the right to vote in 1956. Gotcha. And she unfortunately died in 1947. Oh, so just like right. Alice Paul and Susan B. Anthony, just
0: before they
2: didn't get to see it. Yeah, exactly. But mm-hmm. 56. I mean, she's
0: fighting for it in the early 19 teens, mm-hmm. and still till 56 to to get the right to vote. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's a lot. Because when the uh, Egyptian
2: got, I don't know if they were. I think they took a step. I don't even. I don't think they're still a constitutional monarchy. Okay, gotcha. but they were at one point, and yeah. they made sure to put in that new constitution that only men could vote. Oh, somebody was sneaking. And they about were it, doing the same kind of thing that they were doing here, of like, oh, just you know, you women, just wait. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There are other things that are more important right now. We'll just go state
0: by state. Yeah. <laughs>
2: right.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Did she? Uh, she write books, write papers, she write speeches? has okay. like
2: several memoirs. It sounds oh, like sweet. So there, there's a lot of writing from her for first person. Nice, kind of like life. a Maya
0: Angelou, where it's probably different sections of her life and multiple. I'm not sure, but they kept saying memoirs,
2: so there's yeah. like at least two. Sweet. Yeah. Nice another suffragette to add to cool. your She's uh, to giving your me very very alice paul vibes
0: gotcha there you go i like it <laughs> sweet do you two have any questions oh that's cool yeah right yeah, not
1: that i can think of it's go. very good
0: sweet a second there i was thinking josh was getting into but i listened to this podcast wait
1: <laughs> it, it is different
0: <laughs> when you get to interact in real time wait a second you can't Long talk to lizard. the radio first now. time caller. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly there you go <laughs> i love it sweet well i'm glad that you picked her
3: <laughs> Yeah. definitely an inspirational gal for yeah. sure it's a lot to do during a lifetime mm-hmm. yep
1: and Revolution. her taking the headscarf off at the train station has a lot of vibes with things still going on Mm -hmm. in some areas of the Middle East today. So, Mm
0: -hmm. Yep, exactly. A small sense of uh, protest that means epically, you know, sends a lot Mm -hmm. of uh, waves out there. So, yes, I should say a small effort that sends massive, like, you know,
3: waves. Was she ever... um... Did she ever face, like, legal ramifications for doing some of the things she did? She was arrested
0: or anything? I don't think, I
2: think it was that she was so uh, high class Mm. that nothing ever happened. Or, like, I didn't hear anything about her being, like, arrested or fined for anything, but she was definitely in, like, she was in the upper class for, like, Egypt, and then all the upper class, like, tourists It came by. So she was like speaking and writing letters to all these people that came through on their little European travel. So she networked real well. well.
0: (laughs) Power player extraordinaire. (laughs) I dig it. I dig it. You guys want me to wrap it up? wrap it up our first African gal well that wraps it up for us this week join us next week for another African gal is picked to share as the Gals Guide podcast continues thanks for listening want to learn about more women of history Gals Guide opened a unique women's history lending library come visit and explore our collection learn
2: more at galsguide.org thanks for listening